fine on my own. <laughs> I don't need love. I don't need money. I just need costumes and John Waters. Yes. Hello, I'm Cole Sauer, and welcome to Let's Be Best Friends, a show where I talk to people that I barely know and try and convince them to be my new best friend, because in times like these, who needs enemies? My guest today is the host and creator of the Love Shack shows here in Toronto, Marlena Kessler. How are you doing today? I am good. <laughs> good. The COVID numbers came in today. Oh, I have a pet parrot, by the way, and that's... You're it's hearing. fine. We're all we're all bird lovers here. Um, do you want me to? No, I just want to be introduced. Um, yeah, yes, yes. I don't want to be in lockdown again. I, you want to know why I don't want to be in lockdown again? Because <laughs> I, I did too much. What I'm going to teach you today, I did too much sewing. You did too much sewing. Way too much. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. My my parrot is. Yelling at my neighbors, they're moving out. She's, she's like, "What are you doing?" She's at. She's just if saying I could goodbye. This, if I could only just show you this, she's on top of the lampshade. And she's screaming at them. <laughs> Hold on for just no a problem. second. No problem. No problem. We'll stay here. Okay. Nothing weird went on there. Nope. No. There was nothing normal. weird there. Everything's yeah. normal. Who doesn't have a yelling parrot in their life, right? Ah, yeah, right. My God. Very cool, very chill, very normal. <laughs> uh, so to get to the to get started here, uh, Larry King used to always say there's five questions you should answer in every interview, who, what, where, when, why, and because I'm an awful interviewer, I like getting them out of the way right at the beginning. Uh, so I like to start with who, uh, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, a little bit about myself. <laughs> um, I am, uh, I am, I'm newish to comedy. Okay. Yeah, I'm newish to comedy. I love comedy. I'm obsessed. Um, I've been doing comedy for about a year, but like very dedicated. Um, and I started, uh, what I did was I started, who, so who, on, focus on the question. I have ADHD. <laughs> Sometimes it's very hard for me to stay focused on questions. Okay. Uh, I have a pet parrot. Mm -hmm. I make my own clothes. I work in the costume department for film and television. Film and television. I work for IATSE, which is the film union. Okay. Um, yep. So I've worked on some really, I've, I've worked on some impressive things. I have. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm impressive. <laughs> I'm kind of on. a big deal. All yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, that's who I like to, I like to laugh <laughs> and, um, and I like making things and being creative. That is, that's who I am. Awesome. So, so you said that you're, you're part of the film and television union. And so I'll go with what, what was the, what was your start? Where, where did you start with, with that? Cause I feel like that's a very uh, niche industry that you're in, in the, in the costume department specifically. It's a weird story, okay. and I don't tell a lot of people the story, but okay. I'll tell you the story. Um, if anybody asks me, I, I, I'll just, I, 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 I keep it vague, and I'll okay. avoid the answer. 
But I, uh, I have been, well, my grandmother was a seamstress. Okay. Uh, and she, she taught me how to sew from a very young age. So I was doing it for a long time, but I don't, other than that, I mean, that's basically an education in sewing, you know, like I've been doing it since I was like nine and, but uh, I don't have any, uh, I never went to university for it uh, or college uh, like some people have. Um, but that's actually given me the a leg up on things mm-hmm. because I find that sometimes in, if you learn in school, uh, it, it, they, they teach you a certain way of doing something and then you can't think outside of that procedure. Right. Um, and you're kind of boxed in, but because I do a lot of creative things I can kind of creatively uh navigate my way around a a problem in costumes uh and a lot of the the, there's a lot of this trend in superhero shows and super suits right so that you know fixing these um you know really expensive uh foam suits uh I'm pretty good at that okay so answering your question (laughs) Oh God, uh, I can do this. Okay, uh, I was I did some acting. Okay. Uh, I'm also a member of ACTRA. Oh, cool. Uh, the Act Acting Union, and uh, on set I also had an Etsy shop at the time. Um, and so what I would do is I would pack my bag because you're on set for mm-hmm. long hours, right? I would pack my bag with everything that I was going to prepare. Uh, for selling some of the stuff that I would make for the markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would be, uh, I, would, I would do, I would do it on set. So I wouldn't, I would, so at, I would be getting paid to do my creative things. Cause mm-hmm. I'm getting paid cause I'm on set. Uh, and I would do all of my creative things. And then at the end of the day, I would have a suitcase full of things ready for the market. And they were done. And the, the costume department would see me sewing and there's there at the time there were some members of the costume department that couldn't sew wow really so, yeah huh shouldn't even say that i shouldn't be saying that but there were not gonna name uh, any names but that does, that's interesting yeah, I'm not naming names actually the the, the 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 training and whatnot and actually getting into the union is very difficult now mm-hmm. but um at the time yeah it, some of these people were not uh sewers so uh, they, the cost, so one of the big wigs of the costume department saw that I was very diligently sewing for very long amount of hours. Right. They were like, what are you doing? Why are you not working with us? <laughs> and then I would sometimes, and then sometimes there were members. Yeah, there was members. There, sometimes I would do background work and I make my own clothes. Right. right? So, um, and, you know, only a seamstress can kind of notice, you know, sometimes I would get lazy and forget to train, to change the, the, the threads or like little things. Right. Someone would be like, oh, I think this is homemade. So I, I would have these costume people like tending to be out, me on set and, yeah. and they would be like, wait a minute, you're the girl. <laughs> you're <laughs> the girl. Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, we heard about you. Like, <laughs> you know, you made this. You did a good job. Um, and so, um, and then um, I applied, and then I applied to the union. And 
Um, yeah, it was not easy to get in. I was I was rejected twice, but I right. had uh, I had. Uh, okay, can I show you something? Of course. One yeah. First of all, hi bird. Bird. Um, one of the things that I would make are oh these God. very elaborate embroidered masks. Yeah. The raccoon. Goodness gracious. Um, so, so I would be assembling. Yeah. So this, these are this is the, the sort of work that I would bring. Things mm. that you know they're very elaborate embroidered and whatnot. Um, it was the the costume designer uh, for Guillermo del Toro that I had a job. I had I had the my second interview with. Um, and I just brought my, the things that I had made in a suitcase. Yeah. Um, and I showed him and, uh, it just so happened that at the time, uh, they were filming a, um, a, sh a show about Transylvania and they were looking for masks exactly like this. Right. Um, so I ended up. Yeah, I ended up getting into the union. Sorry, I'm going to shoot the bird away again. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the most no, awkward not interview even at all. you've ever had. Literally not even at all. Not even top ten. No. That is how I got... <laughs> that's how I got into uh, the costume, costume union. Um, yes. So, so, I mean, it sounds like it, like it started with... So was acting kind of the first thing that you wanted to do and then you were doing, it sounds almost like you, you got into acting and you were doing the extra work and then you were kind of doing your Etsy shop stuff kind of on the side just while you were, you know, not busy, just kind of filling your time. And then, you know, you got noticed and picked up. It's almost, it's almost like that classic, you know, that classic Hollywood story, right? Yeah. It's a very rare story. It does not happen very often. Yeah. Um, I will say that my work is is uh, can be glamorous at times, but ninety percent of the time it is not. It's, right. It's about it's about hard work. It's about doing the first job that I ever did for the union um, was working for uh, a movie called Downsizing. Okay. Uh, and there were massive amounts of laundry. Ooh. Um, massive we were talking mass because it, it's like that that movie had insane crowd scenes oh, okay. uh, from all it's supposed to be from all around this these little uh little this little world mm -hmm. basically um so a lot of yeah there was you have you have to do laundry and yeah. in order, and you have to keep your continuity when you do your laundry so literally every single thing has to get dry cleaning tags on, in it. You have to staple it in, in each garment, mm -hmm. the person's first and last name in case they do reshoots uh, for continuity. So right. the amount of labor, the costume department is the largest department in film. If you look on a call sheet, mm -hmm. you'll see it is the longest, it's the most labor yeah. um, because of the amount of things that we have to do to a costume to make it ready. And all of the extras have to have costumes. Mm -hmm. And then we have to load trucks full of costumes and they all have to be intricately labeled, uh, cleaned now, especially with COVID standards. That's true. Yeah. 
to you know the procedures as far as that go it, it's it's pretty it's very labor intensive so there's it's never a shortage of, of work really yeah. when you're in costumes and it's interesting because it's one of those things that you don't really think about right is that like i've i've never thought about about laundry when it comes to to doing a show but it makes sense right because like you say you got to make sure that you know even though it's just guy number six in the background or girl number three like if girl number three is wearing red in this shot and blue in this shot then people are going to notice and i've never thought of that before that's really interesting actually yeah it's very labor intensive i just finished working not just but last year um thank god for this production (laughs) mrs america which got nominated for an Emmy this year. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. I I was like, I was not at the top of the food chain for that, but... Um, You're on the still, food chain. I was, I was definitely on in the food chain. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really phenomenal. And like, it's the reason why I was able to qualify for CERB and like feed myself during the pandemic. Yeah. So... I'm like so grateful for that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, you're basically, you know, you had the that that kind of once in a million kind of story and then it ended up really working out for you and now you're you're doing the thing you love to get paid. That's the dream, right? That's that's everyone every comedian or or entertainer or creator or anything, that's the dream, right? Especially in yeah. times like this when none of us have income anymore. Oh yeah, totally. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens for me because, you know, the number <laughs> numbers are they're literally calling me being like okay what's your availability you know there's a couple of productions that are like looking to see if they can work with you yeah uh, and like you don't know yeah and I mean that's got to feel good too like getting getting called like I remember the first time I ever got called to do a show or to do any like anything creative someone called me to do it it was like Ooh, you you need me specifically. Okay, I don't have to like Facebook message seven people I don't know to get on a show. <laughs> so, um, so I I, I want to start with um, so you said you started in acting. Was that what you wanted to do, and then the costume stuff was kind of on the side, or did you always think of balancing both? Um, I am I am okay. Actually. I, I actually come from a makeup background. Oh, okay. I do, oh, it's so many things. Sorry. <laughs> You're just juggling. No, that's great. That's very cool. Yeah, I worked in makeup for a long time. I didn't even think about uh, acting, but then there was a couple times where I was doing makeup for a music video and mm-hmm. then ended up getting behind the camera and really enjoyed it. And it was like something that I really loved to do in high school. So um, I ended up, uh, yeah, I ended up kind of falling into, uh, doing some acting, mm-hmm. uh, and I did pretty, pretty good yeah. for, for, you know, it's not an easy thing to do in Toronto. No, it's not. No. Um, uh, most of the roles that are booked uh, that you get paid for are, are out of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did that for a while, but like financially it was, you know, very difficult. For sure, yeah. Yeah, so costumes allows me the, the, the freedom to be able to support myself uh, and also have, um, I've also been, been able to have other creative endeavors mm-hmm. while doing that. 
So, so like, let's say, let's say, you know, money not being an object, what, what avenue would you ideally want to be in? Comedy. I, I would do comedy. I would really? for okay. sure do comedy. Yeah. I think acting was only, um, acting was only, uh, something that I like and ended up doing. Cause I liked doing, you know, funny, I liked doing like skits. I liked, yeah. you know, but I was too, I was too, um, I don't know, timid to like try to do stand up. Right. Um, and yeah, just then all I just, it was actually, I was on set with, um, I was set on set with two really funny people. Mm. I was on set with um, Robert Sheehan and I was on set with um, Tracy Ullman. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so what, so when, uh, so because com- stand-up comedy is not it's not the most glamorous uh you know no. end of the creative spectrum. So so talk to me a little bit about that. Like so you said you're relatively new to comedy, right? And mm-hmm. realistically, you have this you have this career set up for you at this point with the with the costuming stuff. You have a stable income, you've got credits to your name, but then you get into comedy. Talk to me a little bit about that. Um I I just I love it. It's always challenging. Um, there's like, there's, you know, I think it's like, you have, you have to be a jack of all trades Mm -hmm. if you're in comedy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have all these skills that I can use. I can, I can use costuming in, in my, in comedy. I can use makeup in comedy. Most of the time you're having to do that all yourself. So those are, these things can support me. Uh, writing. I also wrote a book a couple of years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well I run a podcast so so. (laughs) um yeah I so you know writing and then then performing Mm -hmm. so it's all of the things that I've been doing all along uh I think I the only thing I have you know I I've never packaged it together and and made you know a performance out of it Mm. but I can do that now um but yeah I was on set with um with Robert and and Tracy, uh, two different shows, and I was like so super inspired, and I ended up having a terrible week that week, um, and I was like, Second City, I'm gonna go to Second City. Mm-hmm. So um, I went, and I I was just like I slammed cash on the <laughs> on the counter. Train me, like, please. <laughs> I'm really glad that I did that too. I had a bunch of friends be like, you can't, you know, you can't teach comedy. Don't, don't get lessons. Don't mm-hmm. get. And, and I'm like, they're, they were so wrong. Oh yeah. Like, it's so technical, yeah. you know, all the things that you need to know. I, if I went into the, into it blindly, I would have just, I would have sucked and then gave up mm-hmm. and not been able to find reasons on navigating how to, you know, be funnier. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. Like, I think comedy is like any other creative thing where like, yes, you you can start from scratch and you can just slowly learn all of these lessons and these nuances. And, you know, you kind of roll the dice on if you learn it or not. Right. Because some people try at it for 10, 15 years and they don't learn how to be funny. But like or anything like, you know, any any kind of creative thing. Or if you do go to a course, they kind of give you that that baseline, that kind of grounding to be like, here's the basics, then mm-hmm. you can go from there. 
I think it's an invaluable thing to take to take a course for anything you want, whether it's you know on camera, off camera, editing, you know, comedy, anything like that. I think it's a great idea. So you yeah, went you went to Second City for stand up though, right? Like, or was it? I did. A lot of people go for like improv and get into stand up, or writing and get into stand up. But you went straight for stand up. I went straight for stand up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love it. Because it's like you oh you do as good as as the work that you put into yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very it's a very um, I don't know what the word is, but it's very much you put all like you're saying you put all this energy into it, and you get it back. Whether the energy is good energy or bad energy, you're getting it back. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about because because comedy is a very different entertainment form from from acting or or doing anything on set. It's live, right? You get that live feedback. How has that experience been for you? Because you you said you're relatively new uh, to, you said about a a year, right? Yeah. So how has that been for you? And what's it like? Have you had your first bomb yet? Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I like went pretty, it was the, yeah, I went like, I went hard at, at it. I was doing like several open I was an animal I was doing several open mics a night or, oh wow or, or yeah I did manage to get paid um for shows um you know it was February so I started in October I did my first show in October um I was starting to get, get booked um I wrote a really good tight five um and and then I, I did get a couple of paid gigs um and you know which is not not bad usually no, yeah. you don't get you don't get you know so uh but yeah i was working really really hard at it i had um i had just uh finished working on um america the projection so i had some savings and mm-hmm. i was like comedy i'm just gonna focus on it and do it all the time mm-hmm. so that's what i did uh so i don't i yes there are there have been times i have i have bombs yeah. I have bombed and it was like, yeah, I have bombed. I uh, like it, it, but it was, it's never been like a horrific bomb. Okay. Like I've heard of some horrific bombs out there. Yeah. <laughs> We've, yeah. Uh, it's not fun. So don't, don't look forward to it. I'm sure maybe it will, maybe it won't happen. Maybe, maybe you are the, just the, the second coming of comedy Jesus, but Oh God, no! It's I not a say good that. experience, man. <laughs> no, but I mean, yes, I have bombed. I for sure have bombed. Mm-hmm. And it was like the bomb that I I I, I bombed on uh, on something that I worked really hard on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, like, um, like I tend to be like a, as you can tell, a bit of a storyteller, uh, and it's like, and that's not easy to no, do. No, it's in not. Movie. You know, so I ended up memorizing this five minutes of a story that I wrote within three days. Very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then uh, realizing that there weren't enough laugh lines yeah. in it and present, you know, going out and doing it and being like, oh, God, it's silence. <laughs> People were engaged. But yeah. they're like, it's, we're engaged. But it's not comedy, though. So it was just like uh, working so hard and failing at it. But that's just it. Like, that's the only way you can do comedy. It's 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 a grind and it's like unforgiving. But I think it's one of the most rewarding things ever. 
It is. It's 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 athletic art. It's the only athletic thing that I can art. describe as athletic art. About getting your reps in, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get your reps in. Yep. Right. It's it, competitive. Mm-hmm. You know. It really so. is going to the open mics like going to the gym. Like you're just you're just it working is. out, and if no one laughs, yeah. you're like whatever, man. Like I, I next open mic, you know. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so for why we've gotten to the, to the fit. So for why, why is a very nebulous question. So I have to boil it down to why do you do the thing that you do? And so for you, I guess, like, what is it about all these creative things that keep, cause you get pulled in all these directions. It seems like you've, you know, you've, you did the acting, you've done makeup, you've done costumes, you're doing comedy, you wrote a book, like, like, what is it about all these creative things that just can, can keep pulling you towards them? Um, I like to stay engaged and like, I like to enjoy what I'm doing mm-hmm. and to be challenged. And I, I do actually have ADHD. So mm-hmm. that's like, you know, sometimes we have the thing with ADHD is that we don't have a problem with, uh, w- with focusing. We just focus on, it's very difficult for us to focus on the right thing at mm-hmm. the right time. Right. Um, so, you know, I I ended up writing a book within six months because I was like super fixated on like writing it and doing it. Yeah. Um, So it makes me capable of things that like not a lot of people uh, can be capable of doing because I can get like really, really focused on and I I can get if at things that I'm really like, uh, like really fixated on Mm -hmm. because I'm will dedicate so much time into doing it. I can get good at those things maybe uh, at an accelerated pace mm-hmm. because I'll just get obsessed. I'll just read all of the books that you can. Mm-hmm. I'll go to all of the classes, do everything. Um, so that's probably why it's my, uh, I would say it's my ADHD. <laughs> I succeed at all these creative things because I have rampant ADD. I love yes. that as an answer. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because because I feel like, like I also have, I also have ADD. But my ADD manifest is like, I'm going to try all these things, but fail at each one successively until I find one that I'm good at. Like, like I'm going to do a billion things because they all interest me, but also I'm not going to be that good at them. And I'm just going to get discouraged and keep trying the one thing that I'm good at. (laughs) Whereas you, it's like, I'm going to write a book, (laughs) book written. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I love that as an answer. I'm 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 enjoying this. So we're gonna get into the thing that we're doing here on Let's Be Best Friends. If this is your first episode listening or watching at home, we like to admit, try and make the conversation as fun and natural as possible. So I always ask the guest, what's something that they like to do? Because I think the easiest way to become best friends with someone is to share a hobby. And so you were talking about about sewing, and 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 I see why now. Obviously, I've worked with Guillermo del Toro, uh, so. What, so so we're going to get into to sewing. So what are we going to start with? I think the easiest thing to start with is uh, there is oh there is a particular way that you can sew on a button. Okay. This is a good life skill that where it is uh, it will be good. Uh, it, it, the best way to sew on a button, okay. in my opinion. Perfect. There are no rules when it comes to sewing, but there I feel are. Like that can't be true. There, there are, well, I mean, there's a million ways to go about a million things, okay. but uh, this particular procedure is um, is the way that I've found works the best. So uh, I'm just going to, and that 
You've got your, you've got a needle and thread. I have, so I have my, I have my sewing kit that I, I purchased specifically for this episode. Uh, and I have my needle. I have, uh, this thing, which makes me feel very professional that I can stick my needle in. Uh, mm -hmm. I have a thimble. Great. That's good. You should use one of those. I, yeah. My fingers are so tough from sewing. I don't even need a thimble. Yeah, anymore. honestly, I did the, the second I bought this and I was unpacking it, I, uh, have you ever seen the, do you ever watch the Simpsons at all? Yes. The, yeah, the one episode no, where Marge like just pokes and bends finger. the, yeah. Yeah. I have that a bit because I, I used to work in kitchens. So my hands mm -hmm. are very thick. Like I don't get burns on them anymore. So I can yeah. do the, I can do the Marge Simpson into the Ooh, finger. So I've never, impressive. I've never had to use a thimble before. Uh, my mom taught, tried to teach me how to sew and I was just a little, little ADHD child. I am realizing that this didn't come with thread though. It didn't come with thread. Which is insane to me. That is a bit insane. Canadian Tire screwed me. That's okay. Do I have thread? You know what? It's fine. I'll, I'm going to mime along. Mime along. Okay. It's a beautiful so, audio podcast. So I will. Okay. So you got, you got your thread. You yep. got your needle. Now, now you want, what do you want is, uh, let me get the, okay. This is like a needle. It's got a pretty big eye. Mine has a um, very tiny one. So you don't want one with too tiny of an eye. You want one that's like, it's got a, you know, it's got a bit of uh, space. In, yeah. And the reason why. That we're not using just one thread, okay? Okay. So I'm threading the needle. I'm putting one thread through the eye. Okay, and I'm gonna like, I don't know, give it about 10 inches, depending on how many buttons are sewing on. But usually if you go longer than 10 inches, it's gonna tangle and it's just gonna, gonna be not worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's just a mess at that point. Yeah, and then, yeah. So I got, so I got, I got one. Okay. Through. Then I'm gonna do another. This is why we chose a needle with a big eye. Right. Okay. So is this the 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 multiple looping? Is this just for button sewing, or is this just a yeah. sewing in general? Just button sewing. Well, you could. It, it would depend. So what this is doing is it's um, yeah, it, it's it's giving you it's giving you strength and uh, endurance and because um, if you're just here's the thing. If you're sewing something, mm -hmm. say you're sewing something on, uh, you're putting, say you're putting a, a button on a vintage piece of clothing. Sure. Well, that fabric is not the same as it used to be, right? Right. It's, it's a bit more delicate. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so you've got to be careful. You don't, you know, and that's, is, this is a, something that we do on a, a on period shoots. Right. Is, major thing we do is that we'll look and hey, do they need buttons? Do they need, like, what do we need to repair on this? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so generally, yeah, this is a job when we unpack rentals, uh, for a movie, mm -hmm. um, we'll be repairing. And so to keep the integrity of that costume piece, mm -hmm. we're using if we were to go with a needle and continuously poke it with one thread, yeah, what's going to happen? These holes. You're going to put all these holes in it, right. right? And that's just what. And then you're if the buttons keeping something shut, 
then you're 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 pulling at the garment you're going to get a pull it's going to rip a hole in it mm -hmm. so what this is is this is like this is instead of putting uh all of the uh god i can't talk today putting all of the um the, the strength that you need in the fabric mm. it's putting it on the thread on thread okay right also old thread another thing old thread was uh very much so uh natural fiber uh so cotton or rayon okay uh but new and and it's i find personally that uh natural fibers are not always as strong as polyester threads now. okay like the they can they disintegrate really easily. That makes sense. So I really care. I'm curious about this. When you're doing a period piece, I always assumed you would just make the costumes look old. Do you get like old clothing and then make them into costumes? So yeah, the, that was a problem last year because we had such a busy. Uh, we will rent because. I don't know if it it it, it, it will rent. Will mm. and it and will rent from all around the world. Um, last year, for some reason, uh, we had um, we had a lot of uh, TV and and film that were shooting the 1960s. Okay. So we uh, our the production that I worked on rented from Spain. We rented from, rented from Europe. Very rented cool. from the UK. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it. A lot from Los Angeles. Um, Toronto has pretty about four major or more uh, rental houses off mm. the, the big ones off the top of my head. Um, and they'll deal with just film and t television and commercials. Okay. So, um, and when, and like that rental, that costume, it better come back the yeah. way it left. It, right? it better come back better the way than it left. Like Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And mm. if it doesn't, you will pay. For sure. Yes. So um, we make a lot of them. We do. We'll, we'll custom make. Uh, I'll, I'll, mo I would say most. Very rarely will we not custom make the main character's clothes. Right. Um, background, well, obviously, we'll, that'll be rentals. Yeah, yeah. Can't make 200 costumes. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so the main characters are getting... That makes more sense. The main characters are getting the custom-made you know, the, the full, the whole nine yards. And then the guys in the background, it's like, well, we can rent like 200 vests and, and that'll be fine. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you can't, you, you can't you, right, rent 200 vests. Um, like you have to get really, sometimes you have to get really creative with where you're going to get your things. Like right. for instance, you know, and, and we have to be really specific, like, uh, like, you know, the, the show that I did, um, we had a tuxedo scene. Okay. And so I had to learn what does a tuxedo look like specifically in 1967. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, specifically because styles change. They, of course, yeah. You know, and how to, how to tie a bow tie. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that a bow tie says about you politically. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Double Windsor is like you're more conservative. You know, you're you're really building a character based on how you're choosing to tie your tie. Dang, I've been doing Double Windsor my whole life. 
Gonna have to learn get get yourself a new. I gotta get new. myself a new tie tie. Yeah, you got yeah. Um, so okay, yes. I'll see. So take a look at this. This yeah. I've got. Let me get a good focus on here. So I've got I've got three strands of of thread. Right. So that, and since they're doubled up, that means six strands of thread. Yeah, okay. good and thick. It's good and thick. Um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna knot it. Now, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna grab. Yeah, this is a good example because this is this is a piece. I love how I just have pieces of fabric. Love everywhere. this. I'm a huge fan. Um, this is a piece of silk. Okay. Uh, silk is it, it can be it can rip easy. It's delicate. Right. So, and I've got got all sorts of buttons here. So. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the right way and the wrong way. Ah, beautiful. Okay, and then I'll show you the difference. I so sewed then, on a button once in my life, and I, I, I'm nigh positive it was the wrong way. Yeah, so you probably didn't use nope. a lot of thread, right? No. So I'm going to just sew this on, uh, and I'll show you what the right way and wrong way does. I'm just going to sew this on with one... And I'm gonna, this is what normal people would do. Okay. I would say. And is there, is there a specific motion that you're looking for when it comes to sewing a button? Like, cause the, the way that I equated, the way that I learned how to, how to sew a button was like changing a tire where you have to like kind of go in, you go in one hole and out one hole and there's like a specific motion if there's four holes. Um, oh, I'll, let's do a, okay. I'll do, we can do a four hole one. Sure. I'll do this one first, okay? okay. So, okay, I've, I've done I've done the first one like a normal person okay. would do it. Now I'm gonna sew on a button like a costume professional. Okay. So, I'm gonna take, gonna do this. All right, I'm going from behind. Yep. And. Putting it through the button, okay. Going, going. Whoops. God, can you see? <laughs> I see. I'm with like, you. I'm with you. Okay. Don't tangle and make an ass out of yourself, Marlena. <laughs> God, I did. Just did. That's okay. Imagine it's just. I'm like, and it's tangled, and oh, I've ruined everything. <laughs> She's a fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. I want this on to be real. I want this to be on real, real good. So yeah. I'm doing it one, two, two, and three. Okay. All right. This button's going to live us all. Yes. Yeah. It's going to survive. Many things. Yeah, it the, will survive COVID. The nuclear winter is going to happen. And this button, right there. Still on. <laughs> okay. So three times I've okay. got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one of the important things is that I'm going to take this and I'm going to wrap it around. Okay. I'm going to wrap it around like this mm -hmm. and like create a knot around it. Interesting. Okay. okay. 
what this does is it's going to keep it from from wobbling. Right. It just gives it that, again, it's just that stability, right? Yeah, it's the stability. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it one more time. I'm going to keep it. And that's how you keep it from wearing on the delicate fabric, is that yeah, you're putting all that it, stress. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. Stress was the word I was thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so now I'm going to show you. Gonna, now that we've got our little knots around it. Obviously, you would use the same color of, of uh, thread, as the, but I'm showing you this because I uh, I want you to see the thread. Okay? Right. Now we've got we've got regular button all dangly James. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's yeah. like wah wah side buttons, right? <laughs> look at this perky like a rock erect, erect <laughs> button. Yeah. Which one of these do you want to wear? I've always said I only want to wreck things on me. Okay, that's how you, that is how you sew a button on. You, you that is, uh, and it's the same way as if you um, if you have multiple holes. This is getting. <laughs> uh, I am a child. Yes, me too. Um, that's how how you sew. A button. There we go. I actually, that's huge because I remember, again, I've only ever sewn one button in my life. It was actually my dad that taught me how to sew. And so, again, he equated it to like changing a tire. You just got to make sure you go in and out in the right spot. I don't know if you ever change a tire, but you kind of have to go in like a star okay. shape or else the tire goes on kind of wonky and it's it's hard to, to tighten. And so the button was the same thing where it was like you have to go in in the bottom and then up in the top right and then down in the there and then up in here. Never mentioned anything about about wrapping around. That would have made it so much easier. Yeah, because yeah, because if you if you don't sew it on properly, then it's just going to there's going to be stress on the wrong parts. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a, a hole where your button should be. Yeah, not. That's really defeating. That's real. I was just about to say it's defeating the purpose. Your jacket's not going to be held on because your button's going to be over here and the rest of the jacket's over here. Yes. That's going to be a problem for you. Yeah. Yes. And imagine if you had that jacket and you were, were and you were on a movie. Yeah, oh. that's what I mean. You're 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 out here especially with with the great Marlena Kessler is is sewing your jacket and it just explodes halfway through the movie. We can't have that. Cannot have that. That would be a damn shame. A damn shame. Um, what else? What, what else do you want me to teach you? I, I know. I I had this whole bit. I had this shirt with a with a hole in it that I was gonna fix, but I don't have any threads. So you can you can you can teach me whatever you want to teach me. I am okay, a well, I am a sponge. You got a hole in it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. What? Let's let, let's look. Let's examine this hole. Yes. So, so I've got, I've got this lovely, uh, uh, moose head shirt that I love very much. I, I paid a, a pretty penny for what, this is all a, a lie. Not actually, you know, I'm not sponsored. I have this lovely green non-sponsored shirt that I love very much. And I've, I've torn, dang it. I've torn, torn a hole in the shoulder. Okay. Dang, man. How does one fix, how does one fix a hole in the shoulder of your t-shirt? Okay. All right. 
So uh, I can diagnose this. I can diagnose Let me see this. Let's a, a good angle here. So yeah, I've so it's it's really we really pooched it here. It's it's straight from the neck hole over to the sleeve. Oh lord! Is that fixable? Well, um, it depends on who's asking and what it's for. Uh, I am Johnny Depp, and this is my this is my magnum opus film. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and it has to be that if it, and it has to be that shirt. Honestly, I'm getting really into the role of Johnny Depp, and I feel like yes, I feel like Johnny Depp would have one green shirt that he very desperately needs. Then we're gonna have to for this. If this was a professional thing, yeah. If we were in the woods and and <laughs> we were in the woods and I only had a needle and thread, right? Yes. And or if we were on in set, if we were on set in the woods, okay. I could try to do this and and it, I and try to make do. Okay. okay? If I, if this was something that came into the costume office, we would have to get the sur the serger out or overlock machine. Okay. Okay. As, and that looks like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Holy like crap. This. Okay. Good Lord. What this does is it's a machine that cuts and, um, and reinforces. It reinforces as it cuts. Okay. So a t-shirt cannot be made without, without a serger. Okay. Okay. So you really need the special tool for this. Yeah. For, for, for a t-shirt. Yes. For, um, for, I should have said something to you specifically about a t-shirt, but I can, but yeah, this is like, what it does is it wraps, yeah, it wraps the ends so that they can't unravel because, okay. uh, you know, a t-shirt unra can unravel and rip easily mm -hmm. as you, as, as you found out. So this is a machine that we use for that. Okay. Um, and it's, it's like, yeah, a serger is used in every single piece of, um, of clothing, uh, of modern clothing, okay, um, to like keep it together. That's how they sew it together. But okay, if we were, if we were, uh, we were in the woods. We're in the woods. We're filming The Revenant Two, starring Johnny Depp, who is me. Oh I am, Jesus! I am Why did Depp. I take this job? Uh, I'm I'm Johnny Depp. I gave you lots of money. I I called him. I said I need Marlena specifically. I can't do a Johnny Depp impression. I should have chosen a, a celebrity I can do an impression of. What, what celebrity can you do an impression of? I have no idea. I feel like I, it's one of those things that, like, if I'm making a joke and then, like, I just kind of, like, stumble into it. Like, I found out I can do a goofy voice just because I stumbled into it one day and I was like, I was like, oh, I'm goofy. Like, I can just, I just stumble into the voice. Uh, I don't know what Johnny Depp sounds like off the top of my head. I don't know. My, my Johnny Depp is just like the douchey celebrity impression. Where I need, I need my, I need my shirt fixed. Uh, it's very important to me. <laughs> this green shirt has been in my family for for twenty seven generations, and I'm Johnny Depp. Why are you using a British accent? You're not from Britain. I uh, is it to impress women? I, I it is to impress women. I'm very I'm very in the road today. I think the Revenant in my head is in is in Britain. So see what I'm saying about I can't do impression. 
No, please keep doing it. Okay, Johnny Depp, let me look a little bit at it, look at your... Yes, let me give, let, let, let me give you a, a better look at, at, at my shirt here. So. I imagine it's because of all of the women that want to sleep with you. They, they ripped <laughs> it off the Oh, this is the fa- this is my new favorite episode. Uh, yeah, so it's it's right it's right so right from the neckline to the shoulder and a little bit down, but I think I think this hole is good. Show it to me. Show it to me. Show it to me. Let me see. Here we here we go. Okay, let me. Oh, there we go. Okay, so here's the hole. Let me see if I can. So this is what show it's, me the hole. <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be. Here is is. Oh right, you're not on my camera. That's why. Jesus, I forgot. No, I have two cameras. I'm like, a professional. I'm so sorry. Here we go. I'm a professional. Okay, so. Okay. So here's the shirt. You'll see that uh, it's supposed to look like this. Right now, it looks kind of like this. Okay. We've got, we've got a bit of right. a, a of a Sunday shirt. It's very holy, but um, tish. So. Okay. I think realistically, this is the only part we need to fix from from collar to shoulder. I think from shoulder down, it's a little sexy. You know, I've got the. It's almost like a big, almost like a like a, a normal hole that you'd get from like a guest jeans or something. Uh, okay. I think holes are very fashionable. All right. I got a little rip in my... I like that we had both the same solution to getting something prepared. I know. All right. Well, okay, Johnny Depp. Uh, uh, We're... we'll. You know, I'm going to try my best, uh, but, like, in the future, like, you've got to tell those women to lay off your costume. I'll, that's you that's know? exactly what I'll do. I'll, I'll say, hey, listen, let me let me get into my other green shirts that I love less than this green shirt. Because, like, yeah, you got to you got to put up boundaries with these these actors. Otherwise, they're just going to walk all over you. And listen, Johnny Depp, I don't know <laughs> think you are if it's. Johnny Depp, but like, you better treat my costume right, okay? All right, so this is what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna do. Okay. So I've got, I've got this rip. This would be, so I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do, okay, let me see, I think I'm gonna do, uh, I think this is called a chain stitch. Okay. God, I hope my coworkers don't watch this and be like, she... <laughs> She's a fool! <laughs> a fool! A damn fool! A damn fool! Okay. Uh, okay, so I am making a loop. Okay. Okay, right? And, I'm, and now I'm going under that loop and making a knot. Okay. And that's yeah. kind of our, that's our anchor, right? Yeah, so okay. this is like the beginning. So if you can see, yep, I'm with you. Oh, there you go. See, it's got this. It's it's it's, and I would use the same kind of. Uh, actually, what I would do if this happened on set is I would, I would, uh, poof, <laughs> I would check and see if I had a jewel on me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I would probably try a meditation exercise after I cried. I would cry profusely. I didn't mean to uh, give you this much anxiety with, with the thoughts. No, it's okay. It's on set. Look, it's, time is ticking. Time is ticking. 
Wait, can I see your face again and not yeah, your shirt? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hi, welcome back. Hi, I'm here. Okay, yeah, I would, I would cry. Okay. I would cry, and then, uh, and then I would be like, "Do I have any marijuana jewel on me?" <laughs> I, I wouldn't bring that to set. I, would, I, would. I need an entire pack of cigarettes immediately. <laughs> entire pack of cigarettes, and then uh, I would, uh, uh, I would call the costume office, and I would be like, "Oh God, that." Actually, technically, if this was his last, we would have multiples. We would have multiples. Right. That. Right. Yeah. But if this is his last multiple, he's, I would he's, probably. He's ripped every other green shirt he has. Yes. He's ripped all of the other green shirts because of all of the women always trying to sleep with just him. Trying to, just trying um, to get a piece. Just getting a piece. Uh, <laughs> but then this would be like literally the last resort. Yeah, uh, and I would, and and I I'm gonna try to do this as fast as I possibly <laughs> could. Uh, this isn't a blanket stitch. It's not a chain stitch, and I can't tell you the specific name of this stitch, mm -hmm. but I can tell you that I'm making a nodding motion. So, are you nodding each individual like yeah. step? Okay, you're really reinforcing yeah. that son of a bitch. Oh yeah. yeah, well we got to because if it's if if this t-shirt's gonna be ripped, right? Then we gotta make sure it's gonna stay on. Stay stay on, Johnny. Gotta um on the set of Crybaby Three. I'm changing the movie up. I feel like I feel like heart, Teen Heartthrob Johnny Depp is really more what I'm trying to emulate here with our, with my rip. Oh, I do this for Teen oh, for Teen Heartthrob Johnny Depp. Oh. <laughs> There'd be no crying. There'd be no crying. I'd be like, oh, I get it. Teen Heartthrob Johnny Depp's a different story. <laughs> Don't give me any of this present time, Johnny Depp. Okay, no, how dare you? Where's the rum gone, Johnny Depp? I didn't know Crybaby Three Johnny Depp was on the table. Well, also, also, <laughs> like you know, it's you know, John, John Waters, John Waters. You know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Actually, I would feel even more pressure with John Waters because I'd really? be like, oh god. John, this production doesn't have a lot of money. <laughs> really fast. We gotta get we gotta get more Johns involved. We gotta get we, we gotta get Travolta. We gotta get Cena. Like it's a whole movie full of Johns. Oh, you wanna know something about me? <coughs> I am. Um, uh, I uh, I've dated uh, Chris's. For some reason, I'm not even joking. Seven Chris's in a row. Good lord. I couldn't call them by their names anymore to, yeah. to friends. I had to call them by their profession. <laughs> we got actor Chris, we got chef Chris, we got pilot Chris. Yeah. That's One amazing. of the Chris's was a Klingon that I met on Star Trek. That's a story, to be fair. That's a yes. good story. And I met him because I had to because he had his prosthetics mm -hmm. on and I had and and on his head and I had to feed him. You have to feed, you have to help feed the aliens once their prosthetics are on. Oh, mm -hmm. I hope I'm not like fucking up on any sort of NDA. <laughs> but um we'll bleep half the episode then. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I that that's that's so okay. So this is this is very well reinforced. Yeah. Okay. 
And it, it if this, you know, if this was in the right color, it looks good you as now. It's 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 pretty good. And look at this. Yeah. It's stronger than it was before. It's yeah. like the six million dollar man of, of shirts now. Franken shirt. Thank you. Th uh, man, my shirt's been fixed. Thank you so much for fixing oh, my green are, shirt. You're so welcome. My non-sponsored green shirt that I'm definitely not going to just throw over there and forget about. <laughs> Look, we may do. We may do. It was I I'm I'm in love with my new green shirt. My my good as new green shirt. We we learned you learned some life skills today. I did. Yeah. I hey, I'm your father now. <laughs> when podcasting and comedy don't work out, look out world. Old King Cake, the newest costume designer on the block. I'm applying to the uh, the, the 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 guild tomorrow. I'm gonna work with Guillermo del Toro and make masks. It's gonna be awesome. Man, well, like I worked with his costume designer, not and like That's only a couple. Killer. But like, yeah, and not only, and only a couple of times, I'm not like extremely close with him. Uh, seems like a nice man. I do know some very great and wonderful established costume people, but he is the person who got me into the union. That is, Louis Sakara is the man who got me into the union. Shout outs to him, man. And I mean, shit. Guillermo del Toro is one of my favorite directors. And I love, did you see, um... When it was in, uh, uh, was it the ROM or the, I think it was the Ago, the Guillermo del Toro exhibit that they had. Oh, yeah. Oh, I my did. God, it was I so really sick. Did. God, it was, it so was cool. weird because I got to see some things that I people I know have worked on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, huh, wow. That's you know? so cool. Yeah. I guess it's a, it's a, like, for me as a fan, it was just me going like, oh, it's the guy from Pan's Labyrinth. But for you, it's like, oh, man, you know. Jim worked on that. That's cool. That's very cool that it's here. Well, and like, I also, like, I have, like, um, yeah, I've got, you know, some of the, his choices artistically are just like, like, for instance, there is like, okay, Sleeping Beauty. Right. Disney movie. Uh, they hired uh, a whole bunch of Art Nouveau, Art Deco artists. Okay. To do the, the, the scenic, the background scene. Mm -hmm. Uh uh background of the forest and of the buildings and they're like if you watch the movie it's like oh my god it's absolutely gorgeous and uh the name of the painter i'm gonna, I'm gonna mess it up Elf, elfgren earl if you look it up it, it's just breathtaking and he in that collection i've always wanted like it's my he's like my favorite painter okay i saw mm -hmm. The, the the Sleeping Beauty paintings, the background paintings in person, he mm -hmm. had, Guillermo del Toro had them there. And I was like, <laughs> I never thought I was going to see this in person. I thought it was going to only be like Google image searches. <laughs> I was like, so grateful. Yes. Marlena, I want to thank you so much for being here. This has been lovely. And we're going to get into... We are, we are, we've, we've been talking for a good amount of time. We're going to get into my favorite part of the whole show. It's called the lightning round. And we call it, we call it, don't, don't get stressed. Don't, I see it in your eyes. Don't get stressed. It's going to be okay. Deep breaths, hit the jewel. We're going to be okay. What the lightning round is, is I have a prepared series of this or that questions. Nothing too serious. Things like cookies or cake, cats or dogs. 
I'm going to ask you as many of these as we can get through in one minute's time. We're going to compare the answers between you and I and see how close we've become to becoming best friends. Okay. All right. Cool. So it's very low so pressure. Fast. Have you fast and decisive? Yeah. Just, just whatever comes to your mind. Oh my God. So stressed. It's okay. Don't stress. Don't stress. It's okay. So if you are ready to go, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. In three, two, one, cookies or cake? Cookies. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Uh, stuffed animals or dolls? Stuffed animals. Pop music or rock music? Rock. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Oh, both. Uh, waffles. Waffles. Uh, hot chocolate or coffee? Coffee. Yes. Uh, morning or evening? Evening. Uh, text message or call? Call. Uh, libraries or museums? Museums. French or Spanish? Spanish. Summer or winter? Summer. Theater or cinema? Theater. Uh, love or money? I don't know, fucking none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got it neither. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is our time. We've hit our one minute. I'll be honest, I've heard, I think I've heard every answer in the book to love or money. I've never heard neither. <laughs> I've never heard someone wish for neither. Okay. I'll be fine on my own. <laughs> I don't need love. I don't need money. I just need costumes and John Waters. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I am going to tabulate your score. While I do that, I want you to tell the people at home about the Love Shack and what you've been doing there. So I have been um, irritating some bylaw officers and neighbors <laughs> um, because I my backyard was a garbage dump and I decided to do some landscaping and clean it up and put some twinkly lights there. To be fair, it was a lot of twinkly lights. Um, and uh, I made it uh, so that it was a practice space for comedians who were out of practice during the pandemic to uh, come to my backyard and I would get a couple people together and we would watch each other and practice our routines. Uh, and uh, it was a place I endearingly, cause it was a, basically this dilapidated shed that I like put twinkly lights on. So I <laughs> called it the love shack. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I did with my, I did with my, of the later half of my pandemic mm -hmm. so far the pandemic so far so far yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i it's funny i've i've i don't know if you've if you've listened to any of the episodes but your name has come up consistently in the latter half really? of the episodes yeah well because because the love shack opened and all these comedians who were sick of doing zoom calls were like oh yeah like the love shack is here we have this again it really was That's almost like before, this yeah. It was this place to go. It was this, it was like a... It's a little old place where we can get together. Exactly. It was almost biblical in a sense. It was like, it was, you know, the the going through the desert of Zoom shows so that we can get to the other side of, of the Love Shack. 
Oh my well, god, the comedians got so happy. I'm so happy to hear that. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the huge reasons why I wanted you on because we've had all these comedians, these Toronto comedians on, and uh, and they keep saying like, oh yeah, well I'm doing this, I'm doing this thing at the Love Shack and the Love Shack this, Love Shack that, and uh, I kept oh I kept meaning to to just go and check it out, but uh, you know, I'm a very important, successful podcast host, so you know, who has the time? <laughs> uh, Marlena, I want you to know that. Uh, this has been one of my favorite episodes so far, and I don't just say that. I don't just say that because it's the thing you say as the host. I I have laughed harder than I've ever laughed, and I want you to know that the score on the lightning round for you—it's almost a formality. I feel like we've become best friends, but the score oh. you've gotten today is a nine out of twelve, and okay. that's that's a good grade. Where I'm from, yeah. that's a good grade. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'll take that. That is, sure. in, that is in the higher ranks of, of grades here on Let's Be Best Friends. So kudos I would, to you. That's how that. I, would, I would rate how cool I am. I'd be like, eh, 9 out of 12. Yeah, nice. Passing. It's a very yeah. specific number, but I, I respect it. Right yes. now, this is your time. I want you to tell everyone out there at home what you're up to, where they can find you, and what you want them to know. I need to find a boyfriend before second <laughs> lockdown happens. I need, I've been going on the apps and I, I've been trying to find one so that I'm not alone during second lockdown. John Waters, if you're listening, please, for the love of God, she needs a boyfriend. Do you know who John Waters is? I do, yeah. He, he's the, he, well, I mean, he's pretty old now, but yeah, he can probably still go, you don't think? Uh, I think uh, he's gonna he's gonna buy what I'm selling, you know. <laughs> yeah. On the off uh, chance, though. He's he. I think he's looking more for an erect button than a buttonhole. Is he? Is wait, is saying. he a button and not a hole? Oh, sh- ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um. But yes. So lonely. Someone, please. Swipe, swipe on, swipe on the app. Oh my god! I don't. It's gonna be a while, and um, that's what I'm up to. Uh, also, also, um, just try. You know, bylaw officers are trying to shut the love shot love shack down, even though it does nothing but help people. So, uh, so. Help me. <laughs> Are there any petitions that I can link or I don't know, is there like a GoFundMe for it? Oh, I you know what? I I did do a GoFundMe for it because I needed to get a lawyer for it. Because I, I probably oh, I did no, I know. It's like, yeah. yeah. Things got things got heated. Things got heated. <laughs> but I it's cool. I'm and I'm still doing it. And I'm still doing it. Fuck the man. Yeah, Fight the power. Let's go. Just, I'm a little bit much. Still date me though. Still, still dateable. Still, you know. No, it'll, yeah. If this podcast showed you nothing, it's that Marlena is single and ready to mingle safely due to COVID guidelines. I can fix your buttons. She can fix any button you need, brother. I can also <laughs> push them. And they so <laughs> social media they can find you at. Lily Martellina, that's Lily with two L's. Yes? Boom. L-I-L-L-Y-M-A-R-L-E-N-A. If you're in the Toronto area and you're a comedian, maybe try and get in on the Love Shack thing. I hear it's a hip-happening place. 
Uh, I'm certainly going to try and go before everything gets shut down and we all go back to being sad in our rooms again. That's all the time, unfortunately, we have for this week. I want to thank you so much, Marlena, for becoming my best friend. I also want to thank all of my best friends listening, watching at home, however you do, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play. I think we're on Apple Podcasts right now. I haven't checked. I just got an email saying that we're on a Podster. So if you listen there, there you go. Now, now, you, got, now you got that option. Uh, I also want to thank Isabel Wing for the intro to our podcast, Let's Be Best Friends, and Seth Bellman for the outro. That's all the time we have for this week, so remember that your mom was your best friend at one point, so give her a call, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.